after concluding the Tochacha at the end of Parshas Kisavo, Moshe Rabbeinu begins a new speech for the Bnei Yisrael, starting with the words, Atem Nitzavim All of you are standing here today. Now, Rashi offers several suggestions to explain the meaning of these seemingly extraneous and obvious words. You are all standing here today. If you look, a few psukim in, Rashi offers a seemingly controversial explanation. Rashi explains that after hearing the words of the Tocha, the curses, that the Bnei Israel's faces fell pale, and in response to their apparent fear, Moshe Rabbeinu encouraged them, Atem Nitzavim, you are still standing. In other words, don't worry, you're still here. In Rashi's words, Moshe Rabbeinu assured them, You have angered the omnipresent many times, and yet you are still standing. Now, the question with this explanation in Rashi is obvious, and that is, well, wasn't the point of the Tocha to scare the Bnei Israel out of their wits? Wasn't that the point that they would take divine retribution seriously? They were supposed to be scared. So why would Moshe Rabbeinu seemingly take the teeth out of the Tocha and reassure them, oh look, see, like everything's okay, nothing bad happened to you, you, you survived. Or maybe asked differently in the converse, if the point of the Tocha was not to scare the Bnei Israel, then what was the point of the Tocha? So we have to try to understand what exactly was the point of the Tocha if not to scare the Bnei Israel, why would Moshe Rabbeinu seem to undercut the entire thing right now by telling them, oh, don't worry, look, you're still standing? And I think when addressing this question, we can address a perhaps real-life emotion and struggle that we sort of have nowadays in our own lives with the Yomim Noroyim. So I feel like we experience a similar thing when it comes to the Yemei Hadin, the Days of Judgment, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And that is as follows. There are many people who treat the Yemei Hadin exactly as that, as days of judgment. They treat them seriously. They ascribe awe to the days of awe, or the Yom Neroyim, because we have this understanding that during these days, Hashem is in fact judging our every action. And we know that the entire year is being scoped out, that our, our deeds are being, are being reckoned. And yet, there are some people that might have the opposite feeling. The feeling that we have when we think about how much of our lives seems to remain the same from year to year. Now you look around, it's not true that most people you know just drop dead that year, chas And it happens to be that most people you know from last year survived the year. Most people you know are pretty well off. Yes, everybody has their struggles here and there, but it seems that by and large, we all were able to pass the Yom Noroyim. Everything we were davening for, at least the bare minimum that we live, that came to be. And we can argue that, yeah, that's because we did a great job with our tshuva. But how much of us can argue, or how many of us can argue, that we really had a perfect year the previous year, that our Shabbos observance was perfect, that our our, our avoidance of Lashon Hara was perfect. How many of us can make that argument that we did such a perfect job that we earned 
such a relatively luxurious year that all the things should go well in our lives, at least, again, relatively. And it seems that because Hashem is really kind and really merciful, that the year of dread seems to never really come. We Baruch Hashem, we're, we're all pretty happy. So are the Amun Narayim legitimate? Is it true that Hashem is really judging? Or are we just getting freebies every single year? What is the point of the Amun Narayim? Because should we go around being paralyzed with fear about what's going to be? But how come, how, how could we do such a thing? And how are we not paralyzed with fear, most of us? And it's because we know that, yeah, you know, probably next year is going to be a lot like this year. Things are going to work out. So the answer to both of these questions is that, of course, the tochcha is something that you're supposed to take seriously. And of course, the Yamun Narayim is something that you're supposed to take seriously as well. Divine retribution is a real thing, and more importantly, the spiritual consequences of our actions is something that's supposed to be important to us. And that's not what Moshe Rabbeinu was coming to, uh, to change. For someone who really takes the Tocha seriously, yes, they are on the right track. It's when our faces fall pale, when we become frozen in paralysis, that we don't know what to do, that we retreat from life, that's when maybe we've taken the Tocha too seriously. That's when maybe the, the Yom Norayim are not actually serving their purpose. Because what happens when a person becomes so frozen with fear of his divine retribution, we get to an even larger fear, which I think Moshe Rabbeinu addresses as well in Parshas Nitzavim. And that is because if you look later in Parshas Nitzavim, Moshe Rabbeinu addresses another kind of crowd, not the crowd of people who were frozen in fear, but the exact opposite emotion. Those who are complacent. Maybe there's a man or a woman among you. Skipping a little bit. Whose heart is turning away from Hashem, your God. Skipping a little bit. They're going to hear the words of the Tocha. They're going to bless themselves in their hearts, saying, Shalom that everything's going to work out well for me. I had a great year last year, or a relatively fine year last year. It's going to happen again, because that's just the nature of things. If a person goes into Yamim Narayim that way, if a person hears the Tocha and then just shrugs it off in that complacent way, that's when you have to worry. Because Hashem says, that person is the person that I'm going to come for. That person is not going to just walk away and be okay. And a person who experiences the tocha frozen with fear, paralyzed with that incredible emotion of there's nothing I can accomplish, you know what happens? A risk of that is that person who experiences that kind of intense fear is someone who's actually going to retreat entirely and say, you know what, let's throw everything off. This is not manageable. And then they reach that opposite extreme eventually of complacency, where then they'll actually have what to worry about. But a person who all along is taking it seriously, with that healthy middle amount of Yeras Shemayim, that person is going to do well. And this would also explain a very 
seemingly paradoxical Pusuk in Parshas Yisro, when the Bnei Israel had experienced the Aseris Adibros. Moshe Rabbeinu seems to give them mixed messages. al don't fear, says Moshe Rabbeinu. Ki levavor nasos eschem ba'alokim, Hashem is trying to test you. Uvavor tihiyeh yiraso al p'neichem. Levilti sechato. Hashem wanted his fear to be upon your faces. So in one breath, Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Bnei Israel, don't fear. And then he tells them, because Hashem just wanted you to fear him. Which one was it? Does Hashem want us to fear Him? Or does He not want us to fear Him? And the answer is, there are different levels, different qualities of Yira. There's the Yira where I'm frozen in fear and I can't do anything. I don't know how I'm going to possibly accomplish and then I give up. And then there's the other kind of Yira, the healthy Yira that prevents us from doing Averos. That the Yira where we take things like the Tocha seriously, we take the Yamim Noroyim seriously. That is what Hashem wants of us. Not that we'd be so frozen that we can't accomplish, but that we have the requisite amount of era so that we can accomplish. And that's what we're going for at this time of year. You're all standing here, and that means if Hashem gave you life, figure out what to do with it. Take life seriously, and as Hashem, we will be successful in the coming year.